peace and love, everyone. This is Marcy from the Two Libras in a Gemini podcast. In an effort to try and be fancy, I decided I was going to use my AirPods to record the episode you are about to listen to. Little did I know, I was going to sound like I was recording from a hole. Please stay with us, y'all. We are still in our early phases and working out the audio kinks. Now, enjoy the show. Libra. 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 Gemini. Gemini. Libra, my name is Tracy. Libra, my name is Devin. Gemini, my name is Marcy. And Welcome to Two Leavers in a Gemini, everybody. Today on The Pause, I thought it would be cool if we got to know each other a little bit more. The Pause. 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 So, um, earlier this week, I asked the ladies to think of some questions like icebreakers so we could get to know each other, right? So, the first question I have for you guys, and we'll all answer in rotation. So, I'll pick the first person. So, if you were left on a deserted island, would you rather be with your worst enemy or alone and why? I'll start that one. This is Marcy, the Gemini. I would rather be alone. Um, and you said, and why? Um, I do well by myself. Like, I don't feel as though, why would I want to be on a deserted island <laughs> with my worst enemy? Think about it like you're going to be deserted. You don't know how long you're going to be there. Do you want to just be completely alone or at least have somebody to talk to? Completely alone. I'm, wow. complete, I'm, I'm so fine with being by myself and meditate. I can meditate for hours <laughs> and I would be just fine. Um, other people can throw off the vibration. So it's just you and the coconut, basically. That's it. Me wow. and the coconuts okay. in the water. <laughs> Tracy, what about you? Same here. I would rather be by myself than be with my worst enemy. Really? Mm-hmm. Messing up my vibe. Wow. What about you? When I wrote the question, of course, I was like, oh, alone. But then as I thought about it, I was like, you know what? I can grow. We could get past. Whatever happened. Yeah, I'm sure. But but if you don't know how long you're going to be there with this person, I mean, I guess you would be forced to deal with it. Yeah, it's almost I, I think of it like um, it's a show. It's called Naked and Afraid, right? No, I say that. Get dropped off at an island. They don't know each other, and they're completely oh, naked. Right. So you got to get past that barrier first. So I'm thinking, if they can get past that, mm-hmm. I'm sure the fact that you rolled your eyes at me in high school, I can get past, <laughs> you know, that. You right. know what I mean? I'm right. thinking. I'm hoping. I'm, I, I'm I think, growing yeah. every day. We all are. We all are. <laughs> I get it. Okay, so that was my question. Marcy, since you answered first, what question do you want to ask? So my question would be, of all the decades that you have lived through, which one would be your favorite and why? I'll start with that one too. (laughs) (laughs) For me, it would be the 90s. I was just going to say that. Right? The 90s was dope, funky, fresh. I mean, the music, (laughs) the the clothing. Yeah, the lingo. Everything for me, the 90s was everything, but that's when I was in high school too. So, you know, most of the time when you're in high school, those are your fun days. So, the 90s for me, yeah, I'll say the 90s also. Yeah, Trace, um, (laughs) (laughs) 
That's a hard one for me because I think the first you thing that came. You so many. That, shut up. The first thing that came to me was the eighties. <laughs> I like the 80s. The 80s came to me, and it's the music because I love the 80s music. Yeah. And I grew up, you know. So <clears throat> I'm going to say the 80s right okay. now, you know. Okay. And, and you said it's because of the music? Because of the music. Um, I don't know. It was just the fun that we had in that in that mm-hmm. time. You know what I it mean? It was innocent. Like, yeah, yeah, we had a lot of fun in that time. And I it brings the, back a lot of memories, I too. think the music has a lot to it do does. with it. Because it, it really does. gives you that feel. What did I say when I walked in here? We were singing that song Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Sunday. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I remember that particular song in the 90s. I don't know when it came out, but I remember singing it, and it brought, like, jo- like happiness, joy, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So Music will do that. Yeah. It sure will. Perfect. So, Tracy, what question you got for us? Okay. What are the three things that you guys have learned about yourself during this pandemic? Mm, so, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would say three things I've learned about myself is that I do have good management skills. Um, management in what way? As far as like managing my time, yeah, um, you have to be more accountable now. Nowadays, I think a lot of people are working virtually, so you have to make yourself accountable to get done like all of your requirements for mm-hmm. the day. And I think I've been doing pretty well at that. Um, so um, I would say that's one. Um, my patience is better. You know, now you know we're kind of waiting outside to get into grocery stores mm-hmm. and things like that. And typically, you know, I might have an attitude that I have to wait outside but I think it's kind of calmed me down and I understand like the importance of making sure we're not all crowded in you know one area so patience is um, definitely one that I I would say has helped and I would actually say my focus on self has improved so those are um, three things that I would say I learned during the pandemic and then for me I would also say patience um, I've pre- always been a pretty patient person, but now I'm learning, like how he said, waiting outside. It's necessary for us to wait outside in order to be safe and those kinds of things. Two, that I don't need much. Um, <clears throat> anybody that knows me knows I'm a Jordan head. I mean, I'm a Jordan head. Like, I have 47 pairs of Jordans, real talk. <laughs> um, and I've realized I have not bought one pair because I don't know if I'm going to need this money. So um, I I know what I need and what I don't need, not just as far as material things, but as long as I have the basic necessities, food, clothing, and shelter, I'm good. I don't need to go out and do this and that. Yes, it's fun to go to concerts and this and that, um, but it's not a necessity. And then the last thing would be um, I've learned how to work from home and being isolated just by myself with just me and my dog, which has actually brought me a lot of joy. Uh, my dog's older, and he's my heart. So being able to spend his last years with him, I know that sounds corny, but it means a lot to me because he's helped me through some times. So it's taught me that being isolated with him has been, like, uh, the joy of my life. So those are my theory. Okay. For me, I think we're all about the patience because patience for me, too. Because I know before, like, now when I go stand in line, I'm just like, mm-hmm, you know, whatever. Because I used to be like that too, like very impatient. I want to get things done. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. But um, another one for me is self too. I've been, I I pay attention to me more, loving myself more. Um, 
you know, not allowing, not allowing myself to stress out. And like, cause I used to be, let me tell you, I used to be an emotional eater. This can be the third one. Cause now I realize it's like me working on me. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't, I'm not there anymore. And that's what I love about myself right now. I love that about myself because it was causing me to go in a direction I didn't like physically. You know what I mean? So, and now it's, it's so much more better. So, um, let me see. Uh, I think just like, you know, you know, staying in touch with people more too. Yeah. You it know, does that's help. Cause thing. have you noticed like communication could, ha- could either be better or, mm-hmm. you know, worse. And you have now like FaceTime and, mm-hmm. you know, all these different kind of apps to help you stay connected mm-hmm. like even at work and outside of work we're using like zoom in school zoom at right. work zoom, you know all of that to stay connected so you can actually physically see someone right mm-hmm. i think that was one thing that a lot of people was like struggling with during COVID, are still struggling with mm-hmm. through covid um anyway <clears throat> moving on so next question i have this one is a little funny i think so what's the most embarrassing fashion trend that you used to rock <laughs> oh I'll I'll go first. So in <laughs> middle school, in uh, I would say uh, tenth, probably tenth grade, I started changing tenth grade. But say from middle school, eighth grade to tenth grade, mm-hmm. I used to um, go to these um, like parties, like house parties, um, with like a lot of Latino people, and I used to wear like these. Um, tight rebel shirts with like the you know solo pants and um, these platform like boots. <laughs> Wait a minute! <laughs> the visual. Um, <laughs> so that would be probably like the um, worst fashion or most embarrassing one, I would say. Okay, for me, this is a hands down. The easiest. Anybody that knew me during these times would be like, yep, she right. Um, <laughs> I had a jerry curl. <laughs> but I begged my mom for the jerry curl. And because I played softball, I was out in the sun. So the sun with the chemical turned my jerry curl orange. And they used to call me Lionel from the... <laughs> oh my god, that was one of my favorite cartoons that they had. I used to rush home from work to watch it's, it's on, It actually is back on. It's on Netflix. Is it really? Yeah. Um, but yes, I would say Jerry Crow. Yeah. Oh my god. For me, I, I'm gonna... This is crazy, but um, those fluorescent... <laughs> Bright neon and all those colors. <laughs> Yes, Those, that's that. Mm-mm. That was the eighties, right? I think, I think so. late eighties, Madonna phase, Madonna Something like phase. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. Um, workout kind of like color and all yes. that. Yes, yes, okay. yes, <laughs> yes. I mm-mm. thank God I don't have no pictures. <laughs> <laughs> no trace. <laughs> is it my turn for my question? Okay, so I'm going to ask, what is your favorite TV show right now? Are just in general for like if you could pick a TV show that you were like anytime this comes on I could watch it. I'm gonna go with Moesha or the Parkers. Like I've never seen it before and make something to eat. Like ooh, what's gonna happen? <laughs> Hakeem back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god. Trace? Um, that is a good question. Um, wow. What's the one you and Carolina used to watch? Oh my god. Oh my god. with the nerds. Oh my god, yes. Um, The Big Bang Theory. Yes. That was my show. I never got into The Big that one. Bang, I loved it. And I can still watch it too right yeah. now today. Okay. Yeah, I love Shelton. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> he is my favorite out of them. Well, I have two. I know I said one, but it's hard. I know, it's really hard. It I'm thinking of another one. Like, wait, no, take that back. <laughs> no, go ahead. You want to add a second one? No, because, I mean, I have two already. The Parkers and Moesha. That's like okay. two. Okay, mine are, mine are on the opposite ends of the spectrum. One is Friends. I knew it. I <laughs> love Friends. Shout out Karen. She knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> and then the other one would be the Boondocks. Oh, oh that's the Boondocks. Like literally opposite ends of the spectrum. Actually, you um, played a couple of episodes of the Boondocks for me. It was funny. Was like, oh, okay. Let me get into the Yeah. Funny and educational, too, at the same time. I never time. got into Friends, though. Really? I never got I into it. I loved Friends. Me and my best friend, we used to live together, just quick story, and she would work late, and then I would be, like, with Dre or doing whatever, and every night, we would meet in our living room at 11 o'clock and watch Friends. There would be two episodes that came on Channel 5, and that would be the only time we get to spend during the day, and... After that, all right, see you tomorrow. Bye, see you tomorrow. She'd go to her room and I'd go to my room. And still right now today, we send ourselves text messages like, oh, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I love that. That is so cool. Friends. Yeah. I used to like that show too. Um, name three countries you would like to visit and why. Mars. Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> I'd like to go. I don't... Um, Africa's a continent or <laughs> Africa's a continent. The country's within Africa. So anywhere in Africa, I definitely like to go to Ghana for sure. Oh, that's one of mine for sure. Ghana, I definitely like to go to. I, I have no desire to go to Europe at all. Um Italy is that a country? Y'all don't know geographically. So I would say, I'm just going to say places I'd like to go. I don't know if they countries or not. Italy, um, Africa, Ghana specifically, or Nigeria. Um, and then the last place, anywhere in the Caribbean. So places, three places. Mm -hmm. um, I would say, um, off top, oh, Thailand. Or, um, yeah, Thailand is one. Mm -hmm. um, I would like to go also to Ghana. I want to see their slavery exhibit. I think it's like oh, a slavery the, mon the monument. Mm -hmm. And that's where the first um, ships used to sail. Mm -hmm. And they have like some strong sculptural images. I mean, just looking at the them on Google, it's like, could probably cry. Could. Um, so I want to experience that, not necessarily just for that, but they also have a really cool like street food like kind of area. And from what I've known, it's actually like super affordable. The mm -hmm. only thing that you would probably come out the pocket in would be the flight there. Mm -hmm. um, and then I also am like an island boy. So I want to go to any island. The one that I'm thinking about now is Bora Bora. Mm -hmm. um, they have these really cool like um, huts. Yeah. And then from what I saw, a friend of mine, he went and in your room you have like a little i guess you would say like a hole but it's covered but you can just jump down to get into the water from Are there yeah and, I, yeah and i was like that's something that i would cool. like imagine waking up and like you know okay. it's hot <laughs> 
those would be the three places I would like to travel. That is really to. cool. That okay. is. For me, it's like um, ever since I was younger, me and a friend of mine, Sarita, shout out Sarita. Sarita. We used to always talk about going to Egypt. Mm. Yeah. And um, we've always wanted to go there. And then also Morocco. I really, really, really want to go to Morocco. And then Ireland. Oh, Ireland. Ireland is another really? place I want. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Ireland. Um, I'm for some reason, I have a pool there. So there's something there. I don't know if it's. Um, I think we have lineage there. Though. I was just gonna say. Probably I think have we some have ancestry lineage. Yeah, there. I think we have lineage there. So there is a pool to Ireland. And I really, really, really want to go. So those are the three places. Perfect. Well, that was the pause. I really wanted to kind of try to get to let you guys know us a little bit with some of these questions. Some were definitely hard out the box, um, but fun nonetheless. Yes. So tune in next week for another segment of The Pause. And now, the love vibration. Hello, everybody. I hope everybody's doing well and had a good week. I have a question that came in and Okay, so you guys know how it's hard for me to talk about this part of me, so but I'm gonna do it because of this for this this platform. So I have to let it out. So the question was, when did you become aware of your gifts? How did you know? And did they come all at once or at different times? Um, I was very young, but the one time I do remember, I think I I was around nine years old, I think, because I remember Elvis Presley died that that same day that it happened to me. Um, I was leaving the bedroom, going into the den, you know, uh, where my, cause my mom was in the den. She was watching TV. And I, as I was walking, I heard something and it froze me because it freaked me out. <laughs> so I was just like, oh my God, <laughs> like, what, is, what is that? So I went in there and I told my mom and that's when the process, you know, she, mm, you know, but you know, I don't, I think I was around nine years old at that time. So that's kind of, that was the first thing that I heard. You know what I mean? So um, how did I know? It's because, you know, talking to my mom, my grandmother, you know, my great grandmother uh, too was, you, but I never met her, but my grandmother told me about all that and stuff. So um, the next thing was, it, oh no, they did not come all at once. Um, the first thing that came was the me hearing, like getting information by hearing. The second thing that came was um, seeing. Um, the third thing that came was feeling. And then the fourth thing that came was healing. And how it came was really weird. We were at a, um, I didn't even know this was in me. But we were at a, a gathering, like a like a like a Thanksgiving dinner or something, and there were people there I didn't know, but we were at my mom's friend's house, and I had this strong feeling to touch her because you know just you know, and I told my mom later, but I had this strong feeling to touch her, but because I felt shy, I was like I'm not doing that in front of all these people, you know what I mean? So when I explained it to my mom later, she was like, oh, she goes, anytime you feel that, make sure you you do that because there's there's healing that oh, needs to be done you know and i was like uh, uh, but i just felt weird like mm -hmm. it felt weird for me because i didn't know that that was in me i thought you know because it, it came later like yeah. way later so after she told me that when i get those feelings oh my god it's it'll be strangers people in stores like one time i was in trader joe's you guys 
this is no word of a lie, I was in Trader Joe's, and there was an actor in there, and he was from Grey's Anatomy, I think. Okay. And I, we, you know, I saw him, and I kept seeing him, and all of a sudden, I felt to touch him. Like, it was weird. It was like, I felt that, and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> because it's like, I don't, how am I supposed to do that? Oh, right. And yes. Like, oh, right. Yes. That's so awkward. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be like. So I was like, so this sure, is what I did. <laughs> this is what I did. I saw him sitting down. He was on his phone the whole time, but he was on his phone, and he was squatted down looking at something. And I came through that aisle because I was coming up that aisle and I like kind of touched him like to move around. He was like, oh, and he looked at me and he could not stop staring at me. Like, what did you just do? Like, what happened? Would he and I, all I did was touch him like to get by. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, oh, like he's did exactly like that. It was so weird. And I was just like the whole time he just kept staring at me and staring at me and looking at me like and I felt kind of funny because I was like, oh, my God, like. But he never said nothing. Mm -hmm. He just kept looking at me like, what did, what happened? What did you just mm -hmm. do? And so when we were checking out, like, it's funny. We checked out around the same time. He was at this, you know, one register and I was at another one. And he was just staring at me. And all of a sudden he just snapped out of it. And he just started talking to the, the, the cashier and stuff. And I was just like, okay, he got finally got over it. Mm -hmm. Because it kind of made me feel a little bit uncomfortable. But I know that I know that there was something that he needed because of how he reacted. He felt the energy go in, so there was something he needed, but he probably didn't even realize what was going on. Hopefully, he knows now, like what may have happened. But stuff like that has happened, and that's why when it comes and it's a stranger, I'm like, oh no, 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 because it's like. But I feel like because of what my mom said, I have to do it in a certain way, and that's the way I do it when it's somebody I don't know. I kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, touch their back. I'm going across them and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So. What about anybody else? Like, have you guys ever experienced stuff like that? I have. Um, I'm a little bit different than you, though. I don't touch people mm -hmm. just because, um, and not saying my way is right and Tracy's is wrong. It's just different. Mm -hmm. um, for me, it's because I'm really susceptible to energies, and so I don't like to absorb other people's stuff because I don't really know how, well, at the, when I first, became aware of my gifts I didn't really know how to block certain things and then I would be upset or sad or something 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 and I didn't really realize why and then come to figure out oh it was because of that guy that you helped earlier and blah blah okay now how do I get rid of this so um to answer your question my first time that I realized I had a gift was with children um children are drawn to me like I love 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 children I would much rather be around children than adults. And just because their energy is so pure and they're so innocent and they're the closest thing to God. And because to me, they're the closest thing to God. I, I aspire to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Because once you, once you're on this earth for a while, you start learning things from other people, which puts negativity on you when you're next to God and the most high, you're pure and innocent. So I like being around children. That's why I protect children at all costs. So I first learned my gifts with children when I was probably like 10 or 11. And anywhere I went, the kids would, like when I first moved here, the children, the kids, they didn't really deal with me. When I got to be about 10 or 11 and I became an athlete and my, I started making a name for myself in the town that I lived in, kids started coming to me, wanting me to teach them how to pitch, wanting me to teach them how to play basketball. And I was just like, okay. Why are all these kids? And then it just was like, okay, it became a thing. 
Then as I got older and I started getting into what I'm in now, like in my 30s, um, it came to me in a way of like, it actually came to me when I was, and it was like in a dream. I can't really explain it other than this dream came to me that I was going to be able to heal people. And I didn't know how I was going to be able to heal people. I knew nothing about Reiki. I knew nothing about meditation. I knew nothing about anything. And then I had a friend who introduced me to spiritual spirituality, I guess you could say, because my parents were more religious in spiritual work. Once I got into a religion um, and saw the spiritual side of the religion, and then I realized, like, oh, I have this gift because people are drawn to me and the gifts that I have that I didn't even know I had, which was kind of like how you said you touch people. Um, I didn't realize that I was a healer until somebody came to me and told me, you were with me, actually, on the beach, one of my brothers. And that day was the day that I realized what I had. Oh, oh yeah, because... Yeah. yeah. And um, he had some stagnant energy in him. Tracy was there with me. And we were eight. And after I talked to him after we had that on the beach, and that was like 2000... 11 or 12 I was like oh, okay this is this is real mm-hmm. and um and then I really started trying to like hone what I had and take it seriously like this is I had already become a Reiki master but I hadn't really played with it seriously until that day I was like I'm gonna try to help him and uh, and that day that same day I remember I didn't touch him Mm-mm. I and that was the first time I've ever done that I never I didn't touch him that's, that's funny. I just remembered that. And he was like, I don't know what you guys did. But I, and he was crying and he was upset. Like before it had happened, he was crying and he was upset. He had some things happen in his life that were just like devastating. Losing your girl, losing your kids, losing, you know, that can be devastating to any man. And um, we took him to the beach and removed those blockage, blockages. And he was a t- totally different person from that day to this. He's now doing great, like, he's leveled up so much. So I would say that would probably be like the first time that I came into contact with that between children and then my healing, um, my healing modality with the brother. Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. I kind of forgot about that day. Yeah. And I, and I had already been dipping and dabbing in the healing realm, but it wasn't until that day that I was like, okay, you got something and you need to protect it at all costs. So what about you, Devin? I, I mean, I touch people, but I don't touch people with power or um, healing powers. But I remember um, at work, uh, Tracy and I we were in the same department, and uh, you walked past me, I think, going to the printer, and I probably was going through something. And I guess I want to speak for the actor, like how you mentioned, you don't necessarily, you know, you're going through things, but you know, through life. And kind of what Marcy was saying, you tend to adapt to the world and you just keep going about your business. So more than likely, I had something going on internally or emotionally that I wasn't even like focusing on. But you did touch like my shoulder and um, one very soft touch. Um, It's not like a push or anything, (laughs) just so people know it's like super. It's like very, very soft. And um I felt lighter immediately. And then I turned around and I gave you a hug. I was like, oh, I don't know what that was, but thank you. <laughs> and that's pretty much how I went. That's funny that you mentioned that because 
there's a time me and Marcy. I was about to say the same story you were about to tell. Me and Marcy, you can jump in. Me and Marcy were, um, something was going on with one of our friends at work. And he went to Marcy's desk, actually. My stomach hurt. My stomach hurt. And I, yes. And when he said that, Marcy started doing something. And then I ran to my desk because I had selenite wand there. And I pulled my selenite wand down. And I ran back. To, she was doing the front. I was doing the back. Uh, that sounds funny, but you know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I started, you know, waving the wand in his, like, in the, the back area. And he, you know, mm-hmm. he felt movement. And he's like, what did you guys what do? What did you do? <laughs> uh-uh, what did you guys do? <laughs> and he I was feel like. It. I feel it. <laughs> it was, like, so crazy. And it was like, and we were like, see, because he's very, like. He didn't really believe in that really too right. much. And so when that happened, he was just, that made him start to think a little bit differently. I, I would agree with that. So, you know, I'm glad yeah. I was able to help you. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good question. Yeah, it was a good question. Let me, I'm going to say something though. Okay. Um, Devin, you know you have gifts, right? You mentioned it to me um, in one of our previous recordings. Yeah. Um, you were kind of saying like, what? what's her name, sweetie? Um, tap in, you yeah, have to tap, tap into tap, it. Tap in. So, um, <laughs> um, I don't know because you were saying, you know, everybody does have have it, and I guess you everyone has it. We're, I am not special, Tracy's not no. special, you're not special. I mean, we're special to our families and friends, don't get me wrong, but what I'm saying but everybody is everybody has it, yeah. And you know what? Just hit me something with your voice that yeah. just hit me like your voice could be healing. Mm. But you know, because of the uh, the tone of it, and you may have that <laughs> you're laughing at me, but oh no, you may but sound. I hear sound a lot of people mention healing. my voice, and it's funny because I'm yeah. also like, I don't, I don't hear. You always hear your voice mm-hmm. in a different tone, so I don't hear what you guys hear. Mm-hmm. I hear what I hear, and I'm like. You know how when um, you're at a chalkboard <laughs> and you like do your right. nails, and stuff? Yes. that's what I hear. Yes. But I guess you guys hear something. Yo, yeah, listeners, it's funny. Listeners, listeners, do you guys hear these intros to our section? That is Mr. Devin yes, B. That's okay. Theo from ninety-two point three. <laughs> you do have a soothing voice, though. You really do. You Maybe I could, like, you know, like, figure that out. Maybe mm-hmm. that is because something. there is something called sound healing through your voice. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. But, you know, so that was, you know, my question for today. And, you know, I'm so glad that everybody was able to participate and give out those good, you know, answers and let people know what you have experienced. You know what I mean? And I want to bid you all love and light. And now, Metaphysics with Marcy. Hey, everybody. Peace and love. My topic for today is going to be I want to know how everybody is coping during COVID-19 I think there's so much on the TV and in the media and on social media that we're all absorbing and it could be affecting you in a negative way and you don't even realize it because it's just become your daily mundane everyday thing so I'm going to ask you two I'm going to start with you, Tracy. How are you doing with COVID-19? Well, I don't really truly honestly don't watch it the that that tv too much like the mainstream media tv i don't watch that too much so i don't get that absorption like Mm -hmm. that um i'm looking at other stuff meditating you know 
um, listening to frequencies that are that are positive. That thing we listened to the other day, the shift. Yes, yeah. the shift. Oh my god, that was awesome. That one girl. Oh my god, she yeah. was she was dope. I can't remember her name right now, but um, stuff like that. You know what I mean? And just making sure exercising. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> also, like putting good good quality foods into the body, healthy foods into the body. You guys already know I drink plenty of water. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, that's another thing that, you know, just just focusing on me and not focusing on that. Good. Now, don't get me wrong. I do pop in from time to time mainstream media to see what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. But, you know, but I don't I'm not there like that. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. Well, that's good. What about you, B? You mean like coping as like dealing with? Well, OK, yeah. So a better question might be like. Is the pandemic affecting you at all? That might be a better way. And if oh. so, how are you coping? Because it's hard oh, yeah, not going yeah. outside. That's going true. Out. Yeah. Everybody's kind of dealing dealing with it in their own particular way. Mm -hmm. I would say I'm using it and focusing on interior design. Mm -hmm. So, um, again, I used to always think about like, oh, I want to do my living room over. Mm -hmm. After you live in a place for a long period of time, you see your furniture and you see like your design style a lot. Then add in the factor that we're working from home. Now mm -hmm. you see it even more, even more with the back of your two monitors. So right. like, imagine how <laughs> frustrating that could be. So what I've done is I redid my living room. So I started to buy, I purchased things here and there mm -hmm. and it's coming along. Like yeah. it's making me feel good. Yeah, yeah. So I'll go in there and I'm like, okay, this is kind of like, you know, where I wanted it to be. Yes. Like, I still have more stuff to, to do, but I think focusing on something other than the pandemic and what you can't do, right. what can you do? Right. So I can, you know, do some interior decorating. Right. You know, if you need me, you know, send me an email. <laughs> decorating by Devin. <laughs> okay, well, those are excellent answers, you guys, and I'm glad to hear that you guys are doing something for yourselves because... That is what it comes down to, doing something for yourself. We got so accustomed to being able to go outside and do whatever we want, when we want, with whoever we want, for how long we want. Sure. And now the government is saying, Stop. yeah, pump your brakes, <laughs> put your mask on, and stay six feet apart. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't, you can get fined for that. So a lot of people are having issues with that. Um, I personally am not. I as my answer earlier in this podcast, I enjoy being by myself. Um, I'm learning a lot about myself, what I can tolerate, what I can't tolerate, um, how I can be better, how I can do things differently. Um, but a lot of people I hear are stressing. I have girlfriends and guy friends who are now at home with their wife and their children or husbands and children and they're struggling. And I feel like it's because Okay, let's, let's, let's plan out a whole day. So a whole day is eight hours, you're at work. Usually you're at work, your spouse is at work. Your children are at school, okay? Now after that eight hours, you come back and you're at home. Now you got to make dinner. Or let me, before even dinner, soccer practice, baseball practice, basketball practice, softball practice, something. So there's another two hours you're not really around your children. Then they come home. And you got to have dinner. So you might sit together as a family. That's an hour. Now they got to go do homework. So again, they're in their room doing the homework. You might go in there and check it. But let's give it another hour and a half. So now it's time for them to take their baths or showers. That's another 30 minutes, 45 minutes that you're not with them. Then it's time for them to go to bed. And so now they're in bed. Now it's you and your husband time. But you and your husband or wife or whomever, 
Um, you've spent all day apart. Now you guys can come together. So you're okay with that. Fast forward to now. And it's 24-7. Everybody's working from home. You're in this room. I'm in this room. The children are in this room learning. Mom, I need to stop touching me. I want to. <laughs> you know, it's all of that. It's what, what time is dinner? What are we eating? You know, and as I, I heard some of my girlfriends, and they're just like, I need to get out. Like, what do I do? What do I do? What you do is you take time for yourself. I feel like, and correct me where I'm wrong, I feel like the side, this pandemic has made us all slow down stop and look at ourselves and our surroundings which I think is awesome because that to me what I just described is not a way to live you don't even really know your spouse you don't even really know your children you know they like soccer they like eating spaghetti and meatballs but I mean like what do you that part but I, I think it's hard also even at before the pandemic if you think about it you do have all these activities and you mm -hmm. do have these responsibilities or what have you you have to still make time to communicate during that trip to soccer practice right. or a trip to baseball practice or what have you i think mostly with the pandemic I, i'm and i live in an apartment complex so i hear it all not my choosing i mm -hmm. just hear it all um so these particular neighbors i have they i will always see them walk their dog at six o'clock in the morning they'll walk their dog together and then this one day i'm like hearing yelling from the hallway mm -hmm. and lo and behold it's this couple that's always together every morning don't seem to have a problem but then now they're walking they're walking the dog but they're on separate side right. of the streets mm -hmm. the wife is on the right side the husband's on the left side and i think what's happening and what needs to happen is communication on all levels and now that we're in a pandemic we are more likely forced to communicate more often because like you said if your spouse is at work for eight hours that's eight hours you don't see each other right. so that's eight hours you can avoid right. some type of argument or disagreement right. where things could still be cool text hey how's your day going right. but now you're more focused on being together yep yep well said can i say can i interject and yeah. say what you what you're just talking about does that mean that the people that you're with, you truly don't know. Because you that means that, that you have so much distraction everywhere else that you just really don't know each other. So what, what made you come together to begin with? So and now you're you should be able to be with somebody in the same house that you married and not have an issue like that. Now, you, you go to a different room and have your private time. Everybody needs private time. I agree with that. But do you did you really know that person? Because you should you sh it shouldn't be like that to me. Like you sh you shouldn't be like this if that's somebody you married. I know that people argue. I'm mm -hmm. not saying that. It's just that it should it shouldn't be the way it is sounding. Mm -hmm. The way people are going through it. And I'm hearing it a lot. Like they're just having issues. Like he, every time I turn around, he's there, and I'm like. Oh. <laughs> but what, I mean, but okay, so that means that means what if that sees it, it go, It's like what Tracy said. There's there was already a problem that was yeah. there. Yeah. So that problem, say like a seed, if you water that seed, it's gonna grow, right? right? Yeah. If you don't water, it's not gonna grow. But this seed was already there. Add in the water from the pandemic. 
it's blossomed now. Yeah. I'm tired of you. Right. <laughs> but you know what though? The thing about it is too, they should they should try to get to know each other on this now. Isn't yeah. this a perfect This would be a to great really? time to bust out those games yes. and you know, and like start know doing other. like Y'all yeah, taking my whole segment because that's what I had it. No, oh, no. <laughs> Let me scratch that. <laughs> Family game. <laughs> <Dad and> talk to <laughs> Look, y'all can't see it, but she got a little laptop thingy thing. It's just scrolling with the finger. Erase family game time. But no, you guys remember how fun that was? And I want to shout yeah. out my family because yes. we played Phase 10 um, a while ago. And literally, like, it's like a, a gin rummy type card game. Oh, okay. But it's fun. And it's all like you're your own person. So you got to win on your own. But everybody was playing. My mom, my dad, my sister, my brother. And that's the funnest. And even my little cousin was yeah. playing. We, so um, my cool. family plays a game. Shout out to James's. Uh, <laughs> we play a game called Catchphrase. But the thing is, it's the same game we've been playing for like three years. So I know all the <laughs> I think those companies should start like creating more new cars. I know. So like, 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 yeah. 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 yeah, I agree with that. But yes, just to piggyback off what Devin said, yes, get to know your family. Game night is a perfect it's way. Or uh, one thing one of my girlfriends is doing is she's letting her children decide what they're going to make for dinner. Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's and she, and they're helping with it. Like, oh, so she was saying, like, good. obviously they want, like, mac and cheese and pizza and stuff like that. But she's letting them roll the dough out oh. and put the toppings on and stuff like that. So get to know your family. Spend more time for your family. Make sure you also turn off the TV. Turn off the TV. Words are energy. So anything, and what I mean by that is think about how when somebody tells you, wow, Tracy, you look really nice today, how that kind of lifts you up. Versus if I said, why do you have that on? That's going to make you feel a certain way as well. So the same thing with the TV. If the TV is telling you another thousand people died today from COVID-19, you're going to feel a certain way. Like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to go outside. I don't want to touch anything. I don't want to. I'm going to stay inside. Um, do your own research because everything out there is not the truth. Hello. And I'm not going to get into my beliefs and what I think and what's right and what's not. But what I will tell you is the media is set up to keep you in fear very much so they tell you what they want you to know mm -hmm. instead of what's truth now some things are true like the baseball game this is the score of the game and this and that but there's other things that they put extras on to keep you in fear so that you do what's necessary and that vibration stays out there and you don't want that we want more love so that's why you got to give more love so that vibrations so that we can change this world Mm -hmm. So just don't focus on mainstream media, you guys. Look at other avenues. Trust me. But we're not going to go into that like, like you said. No, no, no. It's fine. I'll okay. just keep marketing okay. off. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally fine. Something else I was going to say. Um, when I was in the temple, um, our book, the Holy Quran of the Moorish Science Temple of America, there's a part of that book, the, the back part of that book comes from another Rosicrucian book called Unto Thee I Grant. In that book, it's, there's a statement that says, man knows not by being told. Basically what that means, and not, N-A-U-G-H-T, it means that just because you know it, just because you know it and you communicate it to me, 
doesn't mean that I know it. You just told me. So go out and do your own research so that you know it. Now it's not just because of what you told me or what you told me. I've actually done my own research and was like, oh, okay, yeah, that is correct. Or I'm going to come back something and be like, you know what? You said this, but I found this. And what do you think about it? And now you guys can have dialogue and talk about dialogue. Because that's how you learn and grow, too. Yeah. With information. Yeah. So do your own research. Um, also, just change your thoughts. Don't think about what you can't do. Mm -hmm. I can't go to the mall. I can't go buy Jordans again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think of it like that. Think about it as I can't go buy Jordans, but I'm going to put this $200 into a stock that's going to grow. Mm -hmm. Change your thoughts about yes. things. Change your thoughts. Like, it's not what you can do. Go inward. Every, you don't have to go outside and spend your money and do this. Stay at home. If, I mean, that's what they want us to do anyway. Okay, fine. Oblige. Oblige. I'm not going to go out and tell you guys to be rebels and, right. you know, take your mask off. and. Bleh. No, I'm not telling you that. <laughs> Fight the power. <laughs> what I'm saying is, if you must go out, just follow the rules. I don't want to see y'all on Instagram. What are the ladies fighting somebody in the store because they don't want to wear the mask? Just put it on for the little 10 minutes you're going to be in the store and get about your business. It's going to help everybody in the long run. Um, also, oils. You guys know about essential oils? Somewhat, yeah. I do. But essential oils are healing. Okay. So you could put your um, essential oils in your infuser and let it penetrate the room. Um, the main ones that I've learned out of my crystal book, not my crystal book, my oil book is bergamot, chamomile, sage, lavender, lemon, neroli, rose, and ylang-ylang. Those are for anxious and anxious and nervousness can you can you drop those essential oils like in a in a like a candle that's not scented and will it mm -hmm. it'll do the same thing as long as there's heat as long as there's heat or if there's um any of the four elements um earth air fire water so any of those elements it will make it will penetrate and it'll do what it's so supposed to do so i can boil do. water on the stove mm -hmm. and, and put it in there in fact that's oh, actually a really that's good why. way okay because mm -hmm. i went to the gym uh, and they have like the steam rooms mm -hmm. and one day there was a guy that was in there and then he immediately gave me i don't think immediately it wasn't immediate because I sat down and I was like, oh, that's like strong. Was it eucalyptus? Yes. And I had to ask. And he was like, is that a problem? I'm like, actually, no. I put the towel over and I was because mm -hmm. one, I really can't breathe in there. So I have to have the towel on first mm -hmm. and then I slowly take the towel mm -hmm. off. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, wow, I need to give me some of that. But, you know. It helped you. Did it? Did it? It, it cleared up everything. Mind you, I just finished working out, so then to have that with the heat, it oh, was it was perfect. Because I used to, when I used to go to the gym too, and I would go in the steam room, I would smell the eucalyptus, but I didn't know that they were putting oil on mm -hmm. the rocks or mm -hmm. whatever they whatever. And all the elements. No wonder it just got. <laughs> <laughs> all the elements are present or at least two of them are present in that situation yeah, yeah strong yeah so use your essential oil then you can also put it some of them i wouldn't say to put directly on your skin i would advise you to look at the bottle but some of them you could put directly underneath your nose like lavender behind your ears on your pulse points and it'll do the same thing i have a question though can you um, where where can you get good essential oils like good quality essential oils do you know um, honestly, I'm going to keep it 100 with you guys. All my essential oils come from my mother. 
So um, I'm not exactly sure where to tell you to get them from. I would say look on the bottle to make sure that they're pharmaceutical level. Okay. And it's all if, if that if it's pharmaceutical level, you're good. Okay. So whether you go on Amazon, you go to CVS or whatever, wherever you go, as long as it's pharmaceutical level, you should be good. But my mama has blessed me. Love you, mommy. So okay. lastly, and then I'm gonna close out my meditate. Meditation is so important. I don't care if it's for five minutes. Put your children to bed. Put your husband to bed. <laughs> put your to bed. Take your yes. five minutes. Sit somewhere. Close your eyes. Maybe put a little bit of lavender underneath your nose. Play some soft music. Go on um, YouTube. Look for some music that's 432, between 432 hertz and 532 hertz. That's a love vibration. And just sit there and listen to it. No pun intended with Tracy's <laughs> segment, but it is a love vibration. <laughs> um, and now. <laughs> <laughs> and just sit there for a few minutes and just really breathe in deeply through your nose. And then exhale it all out, out of your mouth. And on your exhale, consciously release any stagnant energy like I am releasing today when I got in an argument with so-and-so, when I said this thing to this person Whatever it is, consciously release it, and I promise you, you will see and feel much better. You know what's interesting? Because um, I do the meditation in the morning. Mm -hmm. So when I take a shower, I do like a stretch and, mm -hmm. you know, my thank yous and mm -hmm. kind of just sit there. But ironically, on my feed, and I was wondering, maybe you can tell me if this is a good thing. They have this... Um, what, what was it? Eucalyptus tree branch mm -hmm. that you can put on your shower, mm -hmm. behind your shower. Oh, eucalyptus. Yeah, e eucalyptus. Uh, tree branch, I guess mm -hmm. you can put behind your, your shower. Would that give that oh, same yes. feel? Oh, yes. That's, that's even better. I'm going to say, that's even better than the oil because it's straight up the pure. eucalyptus yeah. branch. Like, yes. yeah, pure, pure, pure. The oil's going to be pure too, but you got the branches so they have like the leaves and yeah. the bark and i'm surprised you guys haven't seen it it's popped up on my feed you can actually lot. get it from um i think whole foods okay. carries um eucalyptus okay so you can get it from whole foods so yeah that's also sage your area i don't know if you all are familiar with saging uh, i think we talked about it in last week's episode but getting sage to clear your area just automatically creates a calm environment too don't forget to have a window or door or something open because you're clearing out the yes. aura point. and Very you don't want point. the aura just to bounce off the wall or the window and stay in you're trying to cleanse it out yes. so yes. open that i play music i sometimes don't play anything and just say what i want to go away that's what I learned. <laughs> my baby. <laughs> but no, seriously, like I do my doors, everything, yeah. and tell any, you know, unwanted spirit that they have the opportunity to leave now. Right. Do you find, like, when you do that, that it feels lighter? I feel like I'm doing some type of activity. I personally don't feel lighter. Um, Your space? The area yeah. itself, it feels clean. You know how when you vacuum your floor and you want to see those nice lines in the carpet that let you know you did vacuum and your place is clean? When you, I do the sage around my apartment, I feel that. Mm -hmm. So okay. I feel good. I personally don't feel lifted, but I feel my space is lighter. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, thank you for that, Tracy and Devin. I appreciate you guys. And that's all I have for Metaphysics with Marcy. I bid you peace and love, and I'll see you all next week. Peace. Bye. Bye.